Okay, let's do this thing. Welcome to the Echo Cast. I am Bond Diesel. This is episode 78. And we've got some stuff to talk about, huh? <laughs> so, so let's just jump on into it. Um, honestly, after the events of today, I'm recording this on a Thursday. If you've seen the events of Thursday on Twitter, then I feel bad that you're on Twitter. Get off of it. It's the worst. Um, but let's jump right into some stuff. So today I'm going to give a quick state of the game recap, uh, state of the game thoughts, uh, title update six, PTS impressions. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about what the DZ is. Uh, made that mistake on Twitter. Um, how, I want to talk about how we react and how we treat each other uh, in this community and just in, in general. That, that's going to be a big topic, so I'll apologize now. We have some listener questions and some personal and content updates. But first, if you would like to support the podcast and any of my other content, please check out patreon.com slash the echo cast. There's my shill moment. Um, I do want to welcome DJ as the newest patron um, who helped me hit my goal uh, for patrons for now. And um, I will now be doing little quick uh, you know, videos every single weekend on the Patreon uh, as a thank you and as an appreciation. So I want to thank uh, DJ, Darren, Gray, Hassan, Joe, Jose, Luis, Mike, Ozzy, and Tim for helping support the show and my content. Uh, I do have a new goal of 20 patrons. And if we hit that, um, I am going to stop running ads on this podcast. So um, if, if you want, if you want to get rid of the ad, I'm perfectly happy to do so. Um, you know, just uh, join up on there and we'll be good to go. But if not, it's also all good. I honestly appreciate people just listening. Uh, and to complete a quick request from a patron, I want to congratulate Bob and Amanda for their new little one and wish Amanda a happy birthday. I just had my own little one uh, and there's podcasts I really like. And apparently I was told that if I delivered that message, it would be appreciated. So there it is. Good luck with the little one. I am so tired. Anyways, state of the game recap. So this week we had Terry and Keith from Red Storm along with Chris from the CM team. Uh, I'm just going to run through all this stuff real quick because we have quite a bit of stuff to discuss. Um, so basically they acknowledged um, all of the Eagle Bear talk um, and kind of tried to remind people that this is the PTS and it's only a test environment and that none of the numbers or adjustments are permanent. Um, and some of them, uh, from my experience, may even be exaggerated so they can kind of see how it affects things. Um, Terry and Keith talked about their goal um, with the DZ and as to incentivize um, incentivize it and to try to get the servers full. Um, matchmaking changes have been made to try to ensure there's more active DZs and not um, the way it can be now where you can actually go into a DZ and be completely alone until other people populate it, which they may not. Um, they are going to add supply drops uh, and that, that will drop in more places in the regular DZ. Um, and the ODZ, the Occupied DZ, will drop one at a time, um, but there will be a chance that a Black Tusk helicopter and troops will ambush you uh, when you're trying to extract. Not supply drop. Uh, they also did say, though, that there is a chance that you can be, um, you know, that there will be more like, NPCs and stuff like that um, guarding these things. Uh, they overhauled the Thieves' Den and uh, made the same currency for all of the DZs. Currently, there's different ones for each one. Um, and now the Thieves' Den will be kind of like a regular vendor. Um, they're not really sure about the items that will be in there quite yet, but they are working on that. Um, and it should be you should be able to check it out in the PTS if you want to get an idea. But they did make it clear that the PTS doesn't represent like what they're going to have in there uh, in the final. Uh, this, uh, this new currency will also be usable in the vendors outside of the DZ. So there's three vendors outside of the main entrances of each DZ. Uh, normalization has essentially been removed. It seems like there's still some remnants of it. They, they, they didn't really seem like they were saying that it's completely gone, but for the, it's effectively gone. And, um, in the DZ and conflict, uh, to let people let their builds actually shine and not get completely jacked up. Um, where like right now, I believe people still have to. Um, basically build builds differently for the conflict in DZ because it changes them so much that things aren't procced anymore and things like that. Um, they are hoping that the gear, gun, and talent changes will um, mean less of a toughness meta. Um, you know, like there's one set that's basically the, the meta right now, and they're hoping that there's going to be more people that are able to go into skill or damage-based builds. So we'll have to see how that works out. Um, 
They did revamp uh, conflict a bit. It sounds like it was mostly aesthetic, um, but one big change is that during the map voting screen, you can uh, switch your loadouts, which is cool. Uh, there is a new conflict PVP mode um, called Team Elimination. It's basically a four-on-four, one-life. Uh, it's supposed to be a more tactical and hardcore PVP experience. Um, and they did confirm that next week, uh, during the stay of the game, Thylander, Frederick Thylander, um, will be on to talk about the general future of Division 2, and I imagine to talk about some guns. Uh, okay, so in the news section here, I'm going to talk about kind of my thoughts of the stay of the game, and then we'll talk about the PTS a little bit. Um, so, I would say like a lot of people, uh, at least a lot of the reaction I've seen, well, that I saw yesterday, today was a... Um, was a whole different can of beans, um, <laughs> for better or worse. I I was a little underwhelmed by the PTS, or not by the PTS, but by the stay of the game. Um, it I think people were kind of... I, I still feel like this kind of reminds me of a whole situation of maybe people building up something to be something that wasn't going to be. Um, I will say that I do kind of feel like um they they painted the state of the game you know for a few weeks as like this is going to be the pvp state of the game this is where all your questions will be answered and all the changes that we've been working on for months are coming um and and i think for people who are expecting that including myself believe it or not um i'll try to keep my rant for the end um <laughs> uh it was kind of a bummer it, it just kind of seemed like it was like oh hey uh we we put in a couple new things and uh and there's a new mode in conflict um so it kind of i think felt like a letdown to to a lot of people i don't want to say most because i don't i don't know that um i i really do believe at this point that um that they think that all of the pretty significant changes to the gear the guns and the talents on both um, if, if you haven't looked at the PTS notes yet, um, there's a ton of changes coming um, that I really do believe is going to is going to change up the meta and, and make things different. Um, but I kind of wish that either would have been like really directly discussed or discussed more in depth or last week during um, the, the, the kind of crafting and looting and recalibration stream that they would have kind of said, and this is going to have big impacts on PvP. Because I think people were really expecting some big information during this day of the game uh, about, like, this is how PvP is going to be better. And I honestly just don't feel like that came at all. Um, they did point out that, uh, that there will be a big, um, a, a big balance to, the, to all of the guns and, um, and, and so on in the second phase of the PTS, which I'm recording this on Thursday. So I imagine over the weekend or early next week, the second phase of PTS will, will roll out with all these changes. Um, obviously, I, I assume most of you, if you're on Twitter and so on, or, or Reddit, um, have picked up on the Eagle Bear controversy. Um, they reduced the Eagle Bear damage by 15%. Um, while that does leave the Eagle Bear, is still the most powerful AR. Um, when you consider talents and stuff like that, it is actually possible for current P416s to be more powerful. And people who grinded the the raid for the Eagle Bearer seem upset. Um, and I think that's understandable to a point. Um, I am curious to see what it's all going to look like after this um, this larger balancing that we're getting next week or in the near future. Um, I'm excited for the new conflict mode. I think that sounds cool. Um, I I. I still think that if we're ever going to have uh, kind of the Call of Duty style, more, you know, me versus you PvP that I personally desire, it's going to be through conflict. But there just seems to be a lot of small things that are keeping that from being a thing, at least for now. Um, I I do just kind of hope this is kind of a big giant signal to the people who who really want the division to be their like PvP fix. Um I, I think that they, they listen. I think that they have their own ideas. Um, I think that they'll always be trying to adjust the PvP in Division 2, just as they did in Division 1. Um, but I just, you know, from the, the multiple conversations I've seen and had, if you want to call them conversations, um, I, just, I just don't think that the things people that, the things that a lot of people want, I just don't think are ever going to happen. Um, you know, you have games like Apex and you have other battle royales and the Call of Duty coming out. Um, and, and 
like that's where my PvP fix is more focused. I I like the idea of of going against people in a in a somewhat balanced situation where I need to be better than them to win, right? Um, but I've kind of found that that doesn't seem like that's what people want. At least the loudest people, it's not what they want from the division. Um, or else they'd be more hyped about conflict and people aren't. People seem to not really give a crap about conflict, to be honest. Um, they, they want this PvP experience in the Division 1, or that they thought they had in the Division 1, or that they feel that they're missing. Um, and, and even though I I still argue, and we'll talk about this more later, that that experience is just not a sustainable one for a game and for a player population, um, I understand why that doesn't mean that some people still want it. Um, I, I think that Division 2 can still provide kind of a SOCOM, uh, Future Soldier-ish PvP experience, but with the gear system the way it is, I just I think that balance is always going to be a huge issue um, because even implementing something like normalization didn't make things better, we found. In fact, it may have made things worse in some ways. I just, I, I think that people who want this to be a PvP game, it's okay for them to want that, but I think at some point people need to look at the last, you know, four years of this game and, and the way things have gone and, and just, you know, and just wonder, like, like, you know, is this going in a direction I really think that I want it to? Because I have a feeling for a lot of people that's not going to be the case. Um, I am really excited about the stay of the game for next week. Um, I'm hoping that it gives us some insight on the Pentagon as a new mode, the global events, what seasons are going to be, and a bunch of other stuff that's been noticed in the PTS, which I'll talk about here in a moment. Um, but I do think that the kind of general feeling from a lot of people of kind of a letdown from this day of the game was kind of fair. Um, I do think it got kind of hyped up. I do think it was kind of seemed like it was made to be more than it ended up being. Um, while, um, and we'll talk more about this in, in a bit. Um, I, I really don't think that the way people reacted um, was very good and I don't think it's productive or constructive at all. Um, I, I get why people are upset because even myself, I, even I was kind of let down and I'm going to be totally honest. I'm not super worried about the PVP of division two until I need to be until it's worth playing. So, you know, sorry to leave on that somber note, but you know, kind of is what it is. I suspect next week will be a little more exciting. Um, when it comes to the title update, um, I've played a bit. Um, I haven't had a lot of time to jump in, but from what I have, um, I did mess with the targeted loot changes. That is really cool. I really do like the recalibration change a lot. Um, the crafting changes, I haven't messed with too much, but from what I've seen, a lot of the stuff seems more reasonable. Um, maybe a little more balancing is still needed. Um, in Division 1, I just remember, like, if I really wanted a lightweight M4 with certain talents, it wasn't that crazy to grind out a bunch of materials to roll a bunch of M4s. Uh, to, to get what I wanted. And, and right now, I kind of feel like we, we don't have that. Uh, maybe that's not what they want. I don't know. But the biggest thing about the PTS that I'm curious about, which I suspect we'll learn more about soon, is um, across from the clan room, um, there's this new room that has this big, giant electrical device in it, a uh, radiation device or uh, something of some sort, and a whole bunch of these like glowing cartridges and various uh, containers around it. Um, so I'm assuming this is going to have something to do with some new mode, either the Pentagon or these seasons or global events or maybe something else entirely. I don't know. Um, but I will say I'm already kind of excited about it because um, this big of a change in the boo um, and something this dramatic is honestly more than anything I really expected. I didn't think we'd see something like this quite yet. So, um, so PTS so far, I mean, I'm excited about it, obviously, without all of the other issues people are bringing up. Um, I think it seems like it's a step forward, which is what we should always want, even if we aren't getting everything that we want. Uh, what I, what, what you might not want is a mid-roll, but we're about to have one. So for the next 30 or so seconds, we'll have an ad. Okay, so let's let's talk. <laughs> Let, let's chit-chat. Um, I have some community topics. I'm going to talk about the purpose of the DZ, what it's supposed to be, um, how we react and interact with each other, some listener questions, and some content updates, and I'm going to wrap it up. So, <laughs> um, so I made a post last night on Twitter. Uh, again, this is Wednesday, or this is Thursday. So on Wednesday night, uh, after the save of the game, I... 
I made a post where uh, the intent of this post was to say, hey, this is where I think they're going. This is what I think they're trying to do. Um, maybe we should go with that. Like maybe we should accept that and move on. So, you know, I'll talk about it in the next section about how that went down. But I, I think that there's like a disconnect and, and I felt this way for a long time. If you've listened to the podcast for a while, you'll know that I've been saying this for a while, but um, I, I really genuinely believe there's, there's just this big disconnect between what some people or maybe everyone, what they want this game to be and what it is. Um, and so let's just start with this. So, so the division one, um, you know, is kind of historically known as being kind of a letdown after release, right? Um, in, in the what three, four years leading up to, uh, division one, there are all these really, really cool cinematic videos, even some pseudo gameplay that can be kind of argued if you could really call it gameplay, but there was this portrayal of the dark zone in some of these trailers where it, it really seemed like it was literally going to be a place where there were no rules where you would go in, you could go in with a group and you guys could collect gear and you could extract it with a helicopter, but you could even, you know, go against your own group and you could attack them and steal the loot. And, and there was this, um, my impression in hindsight was that it was, you know, it was setting up this idea of this, like, anyone can kill anyone. This is going to be lawless. You can do whatever you want. Um, and in the year since I found that while I would argue that that's not what the DZ has ended up being at all, um, it's still what people want and it's still what they think it is or what they want it to be. Um, so then we had the division one release and then, and early in the game, um, you know, we'll kind of ignore all the issues technically, but early in the PVP game, cause I remember the DZ early, um, it was weird. It was kind of weird. Like people were kind of skittish you know, people were still figuring the game out. You know, the people who were just really into MMOs and RPGs hadn't really dug in enough yet to find that those like those perfect builds, that damn vector. Good Lord. <laughs> but you know, early in the game, it, it seemed like people were kind of playing what it was supposed to be. So you would kind of see these situations of these kind of tense standoffs between groups or, or even individuals and, people kind of looking at each other because at the time you know going rogue meant shoot i mean anyone could damage anyone um you know there was no rogue flag like we got late in late in the first game um and and what's interesting is, is i really think that this is the time that a lot of people remember and they kind of have this like this kind of weird um, convenient memory of, of how the game how division one was because um, if you go play it now it, it's a completely different experience some good ways some not so good ways um, but then as the division one evolved, um, they, they, they added in things like the rogue timer and, you know, rogue 2.0 was a big deal because, you know, the original rogue system got to the point where it was just weird. You know, it, it, it didn't work well all the time. There were some ways to exploit it. Um, and then this was on top of the fact that there were a bunch of technical issues with the PVP in division one when it came to things like, you know, the, the, the movement exploitation where basically you can move your character so quickly um, that it, you desynced from the server and, and you were essentially unkillable. Um, on top of once they introduced loadouts and things like that, people were able to stack gear sets and gear and get all these crazy builds. And it, it was just a mess, right? So, so then by late game, like what we currently have, I mean, you know, myself, I played PvP quite a bit until around 1.7. Um, when they introduced, I believe the second set of gear of classified gear sets. So there were always gear sets where you had these four pieces that would all combine to have these like really powerful, um, talents. Um, and then around 1.7.1, they, they started introducing classified gear sets, which were six pieces and had even more powerful talents that would combine. Um, and this is when a bunch of things changed. So this is when, you know, this is, um, Basically, the, the Hexo build, which was like a high-end build with one exotic piece, went out the door. That was, in my opinion, when the Hexo builds were the most popular was when the PvP felt the most satisfying, even though I would still argue the PvP didn't really feel good compared to, like, quote-unquote real PvP games. But that's when it was fun. I remember running Last Stand with a Hexo build or running Last Stand with a Tactician's, you know, damage-dealing healer build and, and all this stuff. And then Classified came out. And in, in my opinion, it kind of ruined the PvP. Uh, I already thought the PvP was kind of janky, but I had fun with it. 
Uh, and then classified sets came out and, and basically ended my desire to play PVP in division because it just turned into a hot mess of, of just exploiting overpowered gear sets. So then division two came out and in the lead up to it, there was all this talk about like lower time to kill. That was a big talk in the PVE side of the game and everyone kind of assumed it would be in the PVP side. Um, and I remember in the beta, I remember in the early betas, the closed beta and open and even the tech test, um, you know, that again, there was kind of, there, there was this weirdness about the DZ because, you know, a lot of the movement exploits were gone, even though not entirely as we found, um, you know, not all the gear stuff was perfectly fixed up, but it was a little different, but the really low time to kill was, was weird. You know, early, you know, in the betas, I, I remember I had the AA 12 and you could melt someone down in a couple of shots with that thing. Um, and it was weird because it, it almost felt like a more like realistic type of game but you still had all the RPG and MMO elements. Personally, I thought it was, I thought I really liked it, even though there were definitely some super big issues when it came to some very exploitable things. But I'm then early in division two, you know, this, this honeymoon period didn't last quite as long. Uh, division one players already kind of knew how things were going to work. They knew what to look for to find, you know, some OP sets and some OP items and things like that. Some OP loadouts. And, you know, I, th I think we moved pretty quickly into where we are currently, where um, it, it, it's just, it's weird. I, I still think, and, and like what I said before, was that there's this interesting conversation I see where, where there's some people who have just no interest in the DZ. There's some who would be interested if it provided something they can't get anywhere else, but it doesn't, uh, like looting-wise. And then there's what I believe is the smallest subset, but it's a very vocal one where they want back their division one, one V server. They want back their checkpoint camping to manhunt and run around until they die. They, they want that experience back. Um, and from a, from one perspective, I, I get it. Um, that was fun for you in the first game. Um, I think this was a relatively small number of people. This was obviously very popular with streamers and so on and so forth. But I, I even said, I remember back in division one, I, I made the point that like, I understand that there's a small subset of people that this is like the end game. This is the best part of division. Um, but I, I always personally kind of held this, this opinion that, that, that it was bad for the game. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of people who think that, streamers and so on and so forth really you know make a game survive and keep games alive i don't really think that's true especially in looter shooter games where content's kind of weird especially in division one where we got some content i guess but really we didn't get any you know major updates for years you know towards the end of the game um and so people got bored and, and they used this kind of wonky pvp in the in the dz in division one um, to satisfy it because, you know, even conflict in division one was kind of a hot mess. Um, and it just, it, it, I've argued <laughs> that there was almost kind of a Stockholm syndrome that happened where, where people really wanted to like it. So they did. Um, and, and they even, you know, in division one PVP and they were willing to just, to just accept some of the really crappy parts of it. Um, and, and, and some of these people were really into other PVP games and some of them aren't. And, and when division two came out, it was way different. Um, what I will still hold to is that with division two, the, the, the PVP is obviously different, but I wouldn't say it's better yet. Um, I think that there's some significant changes that were, that happened, um, that got rid of a lot of the crappy parts of division one PVP. Um, I will hold to this day that I think division two PVP has way more potential than division one, but you, you just have to have a set of eyes to look around and realize that it's not better. Um, and a lot of people would say it's worse. Uh, I would probably agree in some ways. And so like, I, I think that what it comes down to is, is I really think that because of previous games and previous marketing and because of people being bored and finding things to do, there's this weird situation where there's there's a lot of people who who want something from the game that at least so far there's no reason to believe the game's ever gonna provide that. It seems like there's people who want this experience from the division two 
DZ specifically, you know, that they have this very specific idea and it's all kinds of different ideas, right? Cause you know, everyone has their own idea of what they want. And you know, I think of video games as kind of like a product that is presented to me and either I like it or I don't. Um, and it seems like there's a lot of people who, who think of it as their own personal thing and it, it needs to fit, you know, it, it needs to fit into their parameters. And then there's these people who have these very specific parameters about what they want the division two to be specifically the DZ. And, and I think that there's just this situation where people are kind of setting themselves up for failure and that that's not that, that, that they're never going to be happy with what happens, even if things are quote unquote better. So I don't know that kind of leads in then to the next section, which I'm just going to jump into. So, you know, just kind of talking about how we like react and react to stuff and interact with each other. Um, something I've kind of noticed and something I've said for a while is that, you know, there's, I always see this pop up whenever new stuff comes out, people always lose their mind. They freak out, they get pissed off, they yell at each other. And what I've always found so interesting is that there's so many parallels between the way that like the division community reacts to changes, um, and everything else. (laughs) So whether it's, you know, politics or religion or, you know, government or, uh, daytime TV shows. I don't know. You know, the, the way people react to change is just, it's always the same. <laughs> and, um, you know, we saw it this week. So, uh, you know, there's a bunch of changes happening in the game. Um, but the biggest one that's gotten the most press is the Eagle bearer, which is the exotic rifle that you get from exotic, exotic assault rifle that you get from the raid. Um, that is tough to get. Uh, there's people who have run the raid a hundred times and have never gotten the Eagle bearer. I don't think that's everyone's experience. I think most people have gotten it um, who want it, but um, there's obviously still a lot of people who haven't. And the people who have it feel like they really earned it uh, and are really proud of it, which they should be. Um, during the PTS, it got announced that they're lowering the damage of the Eagle Bear by 15%. Um, and this, um, you know, unsurprisingly, pissed a bunch of people off. And the reaction to this was interesting because. Um, you could kind of see the, the, the community managers playing kind of like moderator before this, you know, right when the patch notes came out, like saying, Hey, these aren't final, you know, realize that this is not final, you know, and we want your input on it. Um, and unfortunately what I found is that this community and, and just people in general aren't great at controlling themselves <laughs> and, um, and people just lost their mind. And, and there was post after post on Reddit tweet after tweet on Twitter, you know, YouTube videos and streamers talking and all this stuff. Um, and I guess what kind of, kind of annoyed me a bit was that it's just so much of it just lacked context. There were people posting this like, well, the, my Eagle bear will do this much damage now, but my P416 does this much and that's bullshit. My P416 shouldn't be better than this exotic AR. Um, but the context of this is that it was a PTS uh, they, they repeatedly said that these, this is a test server. This is not final. Um, you know, the, the, the gun guy, Thylander was throwing out like, Hey, we're balancing all the guns, not just the Eagle bearer. Um, should they maybe have waited until the full balance to do this? Yeah, probably. Um, but they, they didn't, they shouldn't have had to. Um, and then they even got to the point where there was just like, just personal attacks, you know, and, um, and, and just some really, you know, while it tends to come from the same handful of people, just some real, even if it was fairly passive aggressive stuff, just some, just like unnecessary, you know, calling people inept and inadequate and bad at their jobs and all this stuff. And, um, unfortunately it got to the point with me where there was someone who uh, was being particularly rude. And I told him, you know, I, I asked him why they felt so entitled to be an asshole. Um, just for context, this isn't the first time this person has been awful to everyone, including myself. Um, and honestly, I just kind of felt like calling it out. And when they, I gave them their time to answer and then we parted ways. But I guess what frustrated me so much was they even got to the point where like, there's just like this, the sensational stuff and the dishonest stuff to the point, you know, where, you know, people are saying, you know, that, you know, just, just things that aren't true. And this was just kind of another reminder of, of every time there's any kind of change in this game. People just react the same way. You know, there's a few people who are quietly okay with it. There's a few people who are like, oh, that's not really what I wanted. And then there's even fewer people who just lose their absolute freaking minds, man. Um, 
And like for me, like I've seen, but I see some people do it right. I see some people, you know, tag the CMs or Thailand or whoever and, and ask questions and say, hey, you know, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? What if you did this? What if you did that? Um, and they're direct. They they aren't passive aggressive. They they don't go on big giant Twitter rants or make, you know, silly YouTube videos or or whatever, you know, <laughs> literal books of Reddit posts. Um, and even, you know, some of these people will be happy to speak to you privately. I'm sure that happened as well. Um, but you know, kind of talking about this and, and what happened to me today is, uh, like I mentioned before, talking about the purpose of the DZ, I, I made what I personally believe is probably one of my most diplomatic posts I've ever made where I basically talked about, you know, where I think the DZ is going and what I think its purpose is, where I think conflict fits in and then how I think people maybe need to move on from this, this, this old idea of the DZ that we have that I don't think ever really got met. Um, but as I've learned, apparently some people disagree. And um, what happened was, you know, a few people agreed and, you know, said, oh yeah, you know, I think you're right. Um, and then there were some people who were uh, really negative, right? So before I jump into this, what I'll say is I'm fully aware that I can be inconsistent. I can be a hypocrite. Um, I can even lose my cool a bit sometimes and, and act very silly um, on social media and, and so on and so forth. Um, but like the reaction that happened was just bizarre. Um, everything from a relatively large streamer just basically calling me stupid, but then blocking me before I could see it or respond, which was probably my favorite. Um, and, and in a multitude of, of blocks, I realized through the day that I was receiving. Now I'm going to be straight up. Um, every block I've noticed so far, uh, which I always meet blocks with blocks because I'm not playing that game. I don't want people blocking and unblocking me and, and playing that whole game. If you block me, you don't like me, you don't like what I say, it's fine. You're blocked and we're going to move on. Um, but honestly, everyone I noticed was, and I mean this in the, the, the least dramatic way possible, it was, it was just a straight blessing. Um, these are people that I've attempted to interact with. Uh, you know, I, I, I've wanted to have, you know, conversations with and it just never happens. Um, and then today was, was the, was the, was one of my favorite examples of, of people saying just some really mean shit and then blocking me immediately. <laughs> um, so, you know, that, that is what it is. Uh, if, if anything, it's, it's a net positive at the end of the day for me, but you know, there were just so many examples today of, of how badly these things go. Like, you know, we, we weren't talking about politics. We weren't talking about abortion or religion or, you know, healthcare or war or anything that matters. Um, I gave my opinion on a game and people reacted in a way that I can only describe is that they like hated me for what I said. I'm a, I'm a balding fat 31 year old dad with a beautiful wife and a nice job and a pretty great life. And I don't matter in a big scope of anything to anyone, but basically the people I'm around really. And because I thought a thing about a game, people insulted me. I'm a big boy. I can handle it, but it still felt, you know, like unnecessary people straight lied. There is uh, someone, of course, pulled out my favorite. You know, you don't even play the DZ. Look at your stats, um, which is true for Division 2. I don't think the PvP is good in Division 2. But I did my part in Division 1, and I've played plenty of PvP, at least in my opinion, of all kinds of games, to have an opinion on this stuff. So if you don't want to hear it, then you don't need to. But my favorite part was I, I pointed out and I said, hey, you know, my stats aren't accurate, especially in Division 1, because I play offline. And then this turned into someone screenshotting it, and saying this idiot, you know, essentially thinks that he can play offline. This is an always online game. Um, and then, you know, a fun little, you know, post that I wasn't even tagged in, but was all about me um, erupted. And um, what was so rough about that was that, you know, for anyone who plays on Xbox, you know, you can set your status to offline. So if you don't want people to send you invites or messages and things like that, you can set yourself to offline. For me, as someone who streams and has a podcast and obviously pisses a bunch of people off, um, I have that on so I don't get bombarded while I'm streaming or honestly, even while I'm playing on my own. Um, and, and what's so frustrating about it is that, you know, someone screenshotted that made a post about it and just lied about what I was saying. 
um, because this person plays on the Xbox and I certainly hope plays offline as well. Um, and, and then there was a conversation about, uh, you know, why it doesn't matter if I play offline or not, that my stats are still shown. Um, and I had multiple people message me and say, you know, why are you making that up about your stats? You know, you, you being offline or appear offline on Xbox doesn't matter. So unfortunately, I had to take time out of my day to go to a website that tracks division stats. And in their fact, <laughs> specifically says, you must appear online. You, you must, uh, you know, be visible um, for stat tracking. I'm assuming the API takes stats directly from the Xbox stat tracking app or there must be something that causes you being offline to basically make you invisible to these stat trackers and you know it was just stuff like that and you know every time i i catch a lot of grief it, it's it's always from like the same 10 or 15 people um and now luckily most of them have blocked me um, even though i think a few of them already unblocked me i assume to try to fight but they're just staying blocked i'm just not gonna bother it's not worth it but there's just this, there's this weird thing. It's, it's not like I insulted their families or even them directly. I, I, I didn't do anything. You know, I, I didn't attack their homeland or, or the people they love. Um, I, I said, I thought the thing was like a thing. I, I, I described what I thought the thing was or, or how I thought the thing was going to be. I didn't even say that's how I wanted it to be or, or anything like that. And, and not only did, did people like, react negatively but they reacted personally um and it's interesting because like i've I've always you know i've had very few instances where i i've i've said mean things to people or i've called people names or um, i don't think i've had any except for when i called the person an asshole but i think they deserved it so i'm not pulling back on that but for the most part I've, i feel like i've always tried to be relatively diplomatic and say hey like you know if you think that well i think this you know and then it just turns into, well, you're an idiot. <laughs> and it's just like, ah, come on. I'm not an idiot. Let's have a chat. But just the idea that, like, I've gotten to the point where there's there's people that, you know, are in the community and or even in my real life who, like, you know, I don't like them because of the way that they are, you know, because of the way they behave and present themselves. And, and they hate me because of just a thing, I think, because of an opinion. And I just don't like that's that's tough for me because I want to be liked. I, I I like people. I like interacting with people. You know, Bronson M Four is one of my favorite people to interact with on Twitter because we don't basically agree on anything. It seems like, but he never calls me stupid. He's even defended me to people who did in the past. Um, he doesn't like my ideas. He doesn't think he doesn't agree with me, which is fine. I I don't care. That's fine with me. But he doesn't make it personal, and that's something I've always respected about him. And, um, and that's how it should be. There, there's a lot of people I interact with, I'm friends with in this community who don't agree with me on anything and, and, and make sure they, they let me know it, but we have conversations and, and we don't dislike each other personally because of differences we have over a video game. And that's like what kind of comes down to, you know, with all of this is again, we aren't even talking about anything that's important. I understand your $120 or $60 or whatever was important to you. It was important to me too, but it, it wasn't important enough for me to, you know, viciously attack people in a way that I would never do. You know, that, that that's, that's part of my issue with all of this is that all of these things that these people say, you know, none of these people would say these things in person. They, they, they would never say these things to, you know, if we were sitting in a room together, uh, maybe we just wouldn't talk. But, but, you know, you know, these, we, we wouldn't throw back these things back and forth like, like people do, you know, behind the face of anonymity. And, and it's even a bummer because I even saw you know, some of these people were, were people this weekend who were, you know, there was this group who did the stream to support this, this, you know, this, this suicide awareness group. And some of those very same people who, who had this, this really great cause and were supporting it, or running it or whatever, were some of the same people who were, you know, I, I think it's fair to call it bullying or, or being just plain awful to someone like me um and other people too it's not just me obviously but you know and, and just the hypocrisy of that whole situation i just it's just weird um i mean a part of me sticks around because I, I think it's interesting to see the way people act and react and stuff like that um i feel like so many of the people who you know were so nasty to me today and have been in the past you know it, it, it you'll, you'll see in one in one phase they 
you know, they, 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 they pride themselves on being honest and, and not putting up with snowflakes and, and, and not putting up with people's bullshit. But then on the other hand, um, you know, say mean things and then block people, uh, and, and they don't ask questions and they don't participate in a conversation and they don't, you know, they don't reach out, you know, they, they, they just, they just attack, um, you know, they, and they get offended and they play victim and, and things like that. And, and they lie, you know, and it's just, I don't know, I guess like my issue is that I really attempt to treat people, you know, in these situations, like someone who's sitting across the table from me. Um, and I feel like, you know, a lot of the people on here treat people like they're on the other side of a screen on the other side of the world. Um, and, and I, and I have found that my technique, you know, isn't very successful. Um, that said, um, I didn't get blocked by a single person or insulted or attacked um, by anyone. Um, and I, and I don't mean this to be petty, but like no one I respect, there's, there's nothing that happened today where I was like, man, I really need to rethink the way I do things. Um, if anything, it, like I said, kind of ended up being a net positive. There's a lot of nasty people who took me out of their lives and that's perfectly fine with me. Um, and I will even say that there's someone who I'm having a DM conversation with right now who seems to be a fan of these people and, but reached out and is having a very reasonable conversation with me asking me like why I think the way I think. And I think that's really cool. Um, they've already pointed out a few things where I'm like, you know, you know what? I'm, I'm not consistent enough with that. I should, I should be more consistent about that. Or maybe I should have a more, uh, prepared opinion on that particular situation. Um, and that's what it's all about. It's that conversation that um, I came here for in the first place. I, I got involved in the community in the first place um, because there was just such a negative circle jerk, you know, after the division one came out and I got involved about almost a year after it came out, I think around a year and things were just so crazy. And literally my only goal was really to come in and just present maybe a different outlook on a bunch of things. And it's what I still strive to do. It's what I still do. Um, you know, it's a bummer that some people hate me for that. And maybe I haven't always gone about it the right way, but I, you know, I, I still really believe in what I'm trying to do. And um, I really believe in some of the relationships I've built and some of the things I've done, like this podcast and my stream and my YouTube channel, and even my Twitter, even though that's a nightmare sometimes. Um, and, you know, for, for those who have conversated with me, even if you disagree with everything I say, I really do appreciate it sincerely for those who have gone a different direction, with the insults and lies and sensationalisms and so on and so forth. I hope that you figure your stuff out. I'm, I'm genuinely bummed that that's the way that you do things. Um, maybe it'll change one day, but, um, uh, but overall just thanks to everyone who isn't like that. <laughs> okay. So let's get to some listener, uh, questions. We have uh not E six twenty one. Uh, what's your dream fantasy skill that you'd want in the game? Um, so something I've always kind of wanted was like a trophy system. I've actually talked about this quite a bit. Uh, you know, anyone who played call of duty, um, should know what a trophy system is where um, I really actually, th it's actually kind of the deflector drone. Um, but when, it, uh, but more along the lines of like heavy artillery. So, um, I really thought that the hive would actually maybe have a variant that was like a trophy system, but I don't think that's coming, um, at least not anytime soon. Uh, so yeah, I think some kind of trophy system, uh, I know that's like a really lame answer, but, uh, with all the craziness that went on today and yesterday, uh, that's probably like all I can come up with at least here at the moment. So, so thank you for the question. Not, I'm sorry. It wasn't a better answer. Uh, Joe Polidaro gave me a big long question. So I paraphrased it down to, do you think the random loot at launch was on purpose with the intent to introduce targeted loot, uh, after release? Um, I would say it's possible. I wouldn't want to frame it in the sense of it being like a conspiracy that they, that they were just being lazy and holding out on us. Um, I suspect that targeted loot, that idea, I, I can't imagine that's a system. They just came up with a month ago and put in, um, with the way the UI and the, with the way it works, it seems, it's, it seems pretty complicated. Um, so I have to imagine that this was something they always intended on implementing and was just one of the systems that maybe wasn't done when the game came out, uh, or maybe they just, you know, they wanted to implement it later. Um, don't think for a second that there aren't features that they're going to hold off on, um, to give us new stuff to do or a new way to do things. That's going to happen. That's the way these games are. Uh, so I would say it probably was on purpose, but I don't think with any ill intent, 
Uh, and I'm really excited to see how it plays out. Um, I love assault rifles in this game. Uh, and, and I love the idea that I can go to a zone and just farm assault rifles as long as I feel like it. Um, that sounds awesome because maybe there's an AUG, even though it's not a very good gun. Hopefully it is after the balance. You know, I want an AUG with this, this, and this for this build, and I'm going to farm for it. Um, I still wonder if the if it's going to be a little too vague um, for a lot of people. I, I think a lot of people basically want to be able to say, I want this gun with these talents, and and I want to be able to farm for an hour and get it. <laughs> like, I, I don't think those people are ever going to be happy with the changes made, but um, I am excited about this one. So thank you for the, the question, Joe. Okay, and so we have a question from Ginger Murdo. Uh, do you feel like the game is going in the right direction with the latest PTS notes? Well, that's obviously a very loaded question <laughs> after the, uh, the, the events of today and yesterday, um, for better or worse. Um, I, I think it's moving, and it's moving forward. Um, I, I really think that this, this update is way bigger um, than just the Eagle Bear controversy or or people arguing about what the DZ is or how it can be better. Um, I think it's a big implementation of a lot of quality of life mechanics and um, a lot of talent and gun and gear balances that are going to be good for the game long run and encourage a, you know, a more open meta and things like that. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely think it's moving in the right direction. Um, I, I still want people to consider that we don't know anything about the missions that are coming. We don't know anything about the classified missions. We don't know anything about the Pentagon. We don't know what global events are going to look like. We don't know what seasons are. We don't know what that crazy thing is in the white house. Um, you know, we, we, we don't know a lot <laughs> and there's still so much to cover and so much to see and, and do. Um, and you know, all these new named weapons and gear that's coming and all this stuff. Um, yeah, I, I think it's moving in the right direction. I, I, I don't think it's moving in the direction everyone wants it to, um, but I think that's impossible. I don't think that's a possible feat for them to, to, to accomplish. Um, so, uh, my rule is that I think that there's, you know, there's, uh, there's, there's, there's three thirds of the community and at any given time, if you can make two thirds of the community happy with stuff, you're probably doing a good job. And, and I think that this so far looks like it will accomplish that, but we'll have to wait and see. Okay, so for some personal and content updates, we did have our uh, one-month appointment for Baby Diesel, um, and she is uh, still in the 94th percentile for uh, for length, for height. Uh, she's gone up 20% in the weight percentile, up to 74, um, so she's getting nice and chubby. Um, and and she's um, we're just really lucky and happy to have a happy little healthy lady. Um, and honestly, it's it's been like the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Um, this morning she smiled at me for the first time, like on purpose. And I almost called in to work. <laughs> it was, it was the best feeling ever. Um, and honestly that, um, you know, coming home to her and, and, and those moments with her have made me realize that, you know, while, you know, we still get in some of these stupid conversations and, and these petty arguments and fights that people, uh, these awful things that people will say about someone, um, that they've never met. Uh, honestly, I, I don't care. It's, it's why I've been so willing to just say whatever I want because I, I don't, you know, I, I, I'm not trying to impress anybody. I'm, I'm not trying to get Twitch partnership or, or get a sponsor or anything. I'm, I'm not trying to be a full-time streamer. I'm, I'm not trying to, you know, make my YouTube, you know, successful. I, I, I just like the division and I feel like I'm just, uh, I've got a platform that I can talk to and I'm going to talk to it. Uh, and, and no amount of blocks or insults or lies are going to change it. Um, and, and part of that is that I just, I realize how small that stuff is. Uh, I don't, that stuff doesn't matter at the end of the day. I, I could sell my Xbox and turn off everything today if I wanted to, and I'd be perfectly happy. I'm not going to mostly cause I enjoy it a little bit in spite of the people who seem to want me gone. Um, but yeah, uh, baby diesel is doing great and she's been a great inspiration to me. Um, I did post a new video on YouTube. Uh, I'm Bond Diesel on YouTube, if you search for me, where I showed off and briefly talked about that new room in the boo um, and, and kind of speculated just a little bit, but showed off everything that's in there. So if you're not on the PTS and you haven't seen this yet, um, check out Bond Diesel on YouTube. It's my newest video. Um, I think I've been doing okay with the streaming and being a little more consistent. Um, I've been trying to stream Saturdays and Sundays and Thursdays. I want to try Mondays, but it just hasn't worked out yet. Um, tonight I'm planning on streaming, if not tonight on Friday and Saturday and Sunday, um, the modern warfare, uh, beta, uh, is out. 
Uh, so now we can check that out. And it's the crossplay beta where uh, you can play against people on all of the platforms. So that should be that should be interesting. Um, and one last thing is on the Discord. There should be a link for the Discord somewhere, no, no matter how you're consuming this. Um, but I'm gonna revamp the weight loss part of it, and, and I'm trying to reach out to people more. Um, and, and there's links on my Twitter. Uh, it's at Bond Diesel, um, where I need to lose weight. I'm like I said previously, I'm a uh, I'm a balding 31 year old fat guy, um, and it's not fun. It's uncomfortable. I hate it. Um, and, and I really want to do better. And my best way to do it is accountability. And one way to be accountable is to try to, to do this with friends. This isn't like a challenge or anything like that. I'm not, you know, basically on my discord, I have a room where every week people can say, this is, uh, this is what I'm trying to do. This is where I'm at. Uh, this is a challenge I've had. This is a success I've had. And it's a place where people support each other. There's also a place to talk about, you know, recipes and techniques and workouts and stuff like that um so if you want to be a part of that check out my discord um and look for the sunday check-in section uh and 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 join me that'd be great i'd appreciate it uh and uh that's about it so if you want to support the podcast or my other content please check out my patreon at patreon.com slash the echo cast uh if we hit 20 patrons, we're currently at 10. I'll get rid of the ads. Um, that I would really appreciate it. That'd be amazing. Uh, if you are on iTunes listening to this, please rate the podcast and leave a review. It helps me a ton. If you're on any platform that allows you to rate and review, please, please do it. Uh, if you want to catch me on Twitch, I am Bond Diesel on Twitch, where I try to stream three or four times a week. Uh, I am also Bond Diesel on Twitter, where you can catch my thoughts, stay of the game live tweets and occasionally pissing off um, everyone it seems and uh and that's all i have so until next time